the volume. It's the best gambling show ever presented by FanDuel. Football basketball season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. And there's tons of ways to play. You got the spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You could buy multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out the same-game parlay plus. So use promo code MONACO and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football and basketball season. All right, welcome into another episode of the best gambling show ever. Thursday, getting ready for another week in the NFL. We got Saints at the Cardinals. Lot, lot to unpack there. What, what's good with Goodell and the scheduling? I, I don't want to be that guy, but I mean, no. my goodness. Cardinals, Saints. I might have to go watch Clippers, Lakers. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> it is. Why? I don't understand why it's seeming to be that the Thursday night games are not, I don't ever want to call it a bad game because guess what? We're all watching it. Like we always complain and get on Twitter. I'm, I'm guilty of this. Oh my God, what kind of a matchup is this? And then I'm watching from the first through the fourth quarter. It's like, it's obviously not that bad because you're literally tuning into it every Thursday, but it does seem that these Thursday games are just interestingly enough though. Had you looked at this schedule preseason, we would have thought this would have been a great game. I think there was a lot of optimism around both of these teams to start the season. So really, you know, not all of these games were supposed to be bad games. I mean, even the Broncos, there was so much optimism. We know that they're getting a lot of primetime games. I think, you know, Goodell was just like, these are the games that are supposed to be good and exciting. And it just shows you that what you think is going to happen in the NFL don't hold your breath because it's the NFL crazy things happen every single week. So yeah, no, I mean, this is a weird one. Uh, both of these teams obviously have had some injuries. We've got D hop making a return for the Cardinals. They've obviously been kind of an inconsistent team offensively, but that's a huge missing piece to their puzzle. So he comes back tonight and I think a lot of people are excited about it. Yeah, this is an interesting game. Um, I am leaning Arizona and I am not uh, thrilled the public is on Arizona I'm and everyone. Saying. Yeah. And of course everyone's talking D hop coming back. I, I agree. It's going to provide a spark, even though Hollywood Brown got hurt. I just look at, there's a couple of things in this game that just trends wise. Do they really continue? Arizona has not won a home game in eight tries. They're one in seven against the spread in their last eight at home. That is unfathomable. But I look at the saints team live and they've blown two Fourth quarter, end of the game, under five minutes left, October leads. And to me, knowing that they've only done that twice since the beginning of the 2020 season, that is coaching. That is the drop-off between Sean Payton and Dennis Allen. And that is a combination of, to me, a lack of preparation for those moments. Andy Dalton's a 10-plus-year veteran. You're up. Two score, they were up nine points against the Bengals with under 10 to play, and you blow the game. Now, they also come in with a myriad of injuries. They've been hurt. I don't think they ball on the Saints, since he that is, last week if Lattimore was in. Chase just ate them up. Lattimore's out again. Who's covering D-Hop? I'm nervous for the Saints secondary. And then 
You got no Olave. You got no Michael Thomas. Oh, excuse me, Olave's playing. You got no Jarvis Landry and no Michael Thomas. And their tight end Trotman's out. I, Kamara's done nothing all year. So this is a gross game. And Arizona hasn't let it all since halftime this season. Something has to give. I, I got to lean with Arizona because every time you're completely out on them. I mean, look, they were good to us on that five and a half cover two weeks ago at home against Philly. Uh, that's where I'm at in this game. Yeah, I mean, you're you're telling me I don't really know which side. I was leaning Saints uh, for most of the morning. And, you know, a lot of that, I'm sure you can guess, is just from fading the public. But you're pretty good at nailing when to pick the Saints and when to pick the Cardinals. This is a weird game for you. It is weird. Yeah, I mean, what have I – I haven't really seen much from either of these two teams right now that um, – makes me feel comfortable backing them. You know, this is a Cardinals team that has been struggling, but then had a pretty solid performance against a team like the Eagles and then lost to the Seahawks. So it's like, what do you make of this, of this team? I think the edge here is, is Deandre Hopkins being one of their best offensive players and he's making his return now to play devil's advocate though. You know, it is his first game back off of an injury. Do you give him a little bit of grace that, you know, first game back in a prime time situation, is he going to just light it up immediately? He absolutely could. But yeah, this is an interesting one for me. I've got to come up with a little same game parlay for, you know, the FanDuel Sportsbook. Obviously, we love FanDuel over here at the volume. And uh, I am going to cook up a little same game parlay. I do that every Thursday, uh, mostly because the Thursday night games are kind of tough. So the same game parlay helps make it a little more exciting, a little more fun. So be on the lookout for that. That'll be out later today. But as for the game itself, yeah, Monaco, I think we just move on to Sunday slate because it's a tough call here. <laughs> Let's get into it. Fade or follow, we go. I'll kick us off here. I'm going right at one of the toughest games in the Sunday slate, and it's probably the primetime one. I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs live with the public side here, swallow two and a half, and head to San Francisco with a win. Look, couple elements here I love. First one. And I did the research because Stat Muse couldn't hook it up. How many times has Patrick Mahomes lost back-to-back games Not in the best. last three seasons? Zero. It's happened twice. But <laughs> last year's was... I it was going to be zero. I was like, oh, it's got to be zero. The way he's... No, it's still, though, two times no, in, that's in, in three seasons of football is incredible. And in last year's was that 36-35 Ravens loss, and they lose to the Chargers divisional. That's a one-off. They didn't lose at all back-to-back in 2020, and then they lost one back-to-back in 2019. That is how lethal the Chiefs are live after a loss. And I didn't touch Atlanta and San Francisco, and I'm pissed because that was free money. Because honestly, San Francisco, six, seven bodies on defense injured. Uh, you can only replace so many pieces before you start to become a different defense. And they were not a top two defense. Mariota had one incompletion. They had a pack of Skittles and Nutter Butters in the backfield as far as talent. And they won. This is the last thing I'll say. What is Shanahan doing? Throwing the ball with Garoppolo 40-plus times and running it under 10 with Jeff Wilson. I mean, that is unfathomable. To me, I cannot get that out of my head. This is a Chiefs team. Okay, the defense is amazing in San Francisco. That put up a 41-piece on a Bucks D that was averaging 6.5 to that point. So I'm not scared of a defense when I have Patrick, Sir Patrick at that. I'm taking the Chiefs. You fade and you're following 
I'm going to follow you. And it's interesting because I've seen quite a few people back in the 49ers in this spot. And I think a lot of people back in it. Yeah. And I think it boils down to the defense of this 49ers team. But I mean, the, the chiefs, I hate saying it as a Broncos fan. It hurts my feelings, but they look good. I mean, they, they really do. They look good defensively. They look good offensively. And this is Patrick Mahomes coming off an L coming off an L to a really good team. I don't think they let that happen again. So I'm going to follow you here. I mean, I I, love I don't love seeing some of the sharp money. Some of the people I follow that, that are pretty sharp in the industry, kind of leaning towards the 49ers in the spot. But I have faded the Chiefs before and been really, really hurt by it. So I'm not going to do that again. I think I'm going to back the Chiefs in this spot. So I'm going to follow And you. again, it could go up to three. So I like it at two and a half. At three, it's a different play. So grab it at two and a half if you like, Casey. Yes. Um, so I, I have a, I'm going to, let me just preface this really quick, Monaco. My <laughs> bets this week are disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I mean, foul, foul, foul. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about is the lions plus seven. Oh my God. I know it. No, trust me. It gets more disgusting. As we continue to talk. So don't even, don't even fret. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I like the Lions here. Uh, They're coming off of a bye week. They're rested. This Cowboys team, obviously, I think the expectation is that the Cowboys um, are getting Dak back this weekend, which is awesome. But is he going to be in his prime the moment he returns? I don't know. I have seen Dak not come off of injuries and have some consistency and then not do what he needs to do offensively. I think the Cowboys are going to have to make some adjustments in this game because the offense has gotten used to Cooper Rush. They have been very run heavy as of late. And for a while, it was working. Obviously, they they faced the Eagles, and the Eagles are a really, really great team. Uh, so there's an exception. I'll make an exception there. But with Cooper Rush, they made a very massive adjustment to their offense that was working for them. And Dak and Cooper Rush could not be more different in terms of their playing style. We know that Dak gets put in situations where we rely on him to sling the rock a lot, which again, not, not a bad thing, but this offense hasn't been used to that for the last, what, five, six games. Uh, So I I think there's going to be some adjustment here. I don't think Dak returns and it's just back to like perfection. I think it's going to take a minute for them. Uh, I think that, the Cowboys fans will grow some appreciation for Rush and what he did. No, he didn't look great against the Eagles, but he did what he needed to do for the time that he was there. So I like the Lions here being rested. Um, this Lions team, despite what you think of them, offensively, they can hang. Uh, they know how to score, and they score really well. So I'm going to back the Lions here. Touchdown is a lot, so I'm going to take them plus seven against a Dak Prescott-ran Cowboys team. Faden are following. I'm following. I – I'm ima- I'm imagining you're aware, but huge, huge discrepancy on money and tickets, and yes. tickets are on the Cowboys. Money's on the Lions. It's a good bounce back timing spot. They got blanked by New England. They sat on a goose egg for two weeks and preparing for a Dallas team that is amidst a shift essentially. So. Totally. This could be a number to jump on just because it takes a couple quarters for them to figure out their identity again. I mean, are they going to run the same style of offense? I imagine not. And you hear it in the media. Quarterbacks are talking that are analysts. Is he getting rushed? This is not a lower body or something. injured. This is your thumb. This is your hand. You're touching the ball with the same hand you got an injury with. That's got to factor in a little bit here. I'm following you. I like it. 
All right, this one's a very live call here. I'm 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 going real. This is this is disgusting too. I am going to take Taylor Heineke and the Washington Commanders with the five and a half. We've seen it go down to five on FanDuel, hosting the Green Bay Packers. Oh my goodness, another kind of pros Joe's. We're seeing money on Washington, which I love. Couple of elements here. You look at what the Packers have done living in the last two weeks on offense against the Giants and the Jets. And, and I'm in New York, of course, I'm hearing this every corner I turn. They shut this, this Green Bay offense down, both teams. And I don't know that Green Bay knows what they're doing on offense. In the last six quarters, let me read this to you. Versus the Jets, 0-3-7-0 for points each quarter. Against the Giants in the second half, zero points and a safety. So in their last six weeks of offense, they are averaging two points a quarter. That For an Aaron Rodgers team, that's unfathomable. And I again, Aaron Jones is getting nine carries in, in a full game. And then he's getting 13 the week prior. You're giving a pro bowler less than, less than double-digit touches week to week, and you don't even know what you're doing passing-wise. On the Washington side, real quick, this is a defensive line that actually is the second most sacks in the league behind San Francisco. 15 defensive linemen sacks, number one tackling team in the league. And that's an absurd thing to drop when you're capping. But then again, I used it when I took him over the Bears and look what happened on the goal line. A great fundamental wrap up. And okay, he caught the ball. I don't think he did, but he didn't get it in the end zone. Washington plays ugly, old-school, Ron Rivera, mid-'80s Chicago Bears defense. Shout-out our producer, Matt Bears fan. I just think this is a number play. And I got to be honest, I think Riverboat Ron's a little fired up. It's not Wentz this week. He needs a Carson Wentz reprieve. That was a hard game to watch. And Heineke, he's got 20 tugs, 15 picks. He can run an offense. Watch them play better on offense. They get Dotson back as well than last week and it's going to make no sense so i like the number and i'm fading the green bay offense right now you fading or following i mean i'm going to follow you here monaco because let's be real this packers team ticked me off on sunday i mean my god i'm here i am betting on them to cover a spread at home knowing how hard it is to play in lambo knowing that they are 12 they have covered and won 12 straight following a loss so i'm thinking great bounce back spot for them the packers are fraudulent they're not good. And I said before You've been season, saying it. I'm I'm I, I'm about to lose it. money on them on futures, but we'll, we'll see how I, 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 I I've been saying it since before the season started. I said I think they show regression this year. I think Aaron Rodgers has one of his toughest seasons yet in terms of the stats that he's putting up. And we're seeing that as we speak. I mean, they are they don't look good. And I'm not saying it's it's not a oh someone's injured or oh he lost his weapon or whatever. Collectively, they don't look like a team that is competitive right now that's trying to win it just it looks lazy it looks boring and fraudulent that's all I have to say so off of that right there do I think that this could be a bounce back spot for the Packers given who they're facing and the fact that you know it's a backup QB if you will yeah I do think that they could bounce back but I cannot back the Packers again so I've seen also a little bit of sharp money like you mentioned on this um Commander's team. So I'm going to follow you, Monica. Let's go. Okay. This next one, God help me, but I am a big <laughs> fan of this team right now and this quarterback right now. And 
I've been riding. I rode with them last weekend. It was my one bet in the morning slash afternoon slate that cashed for me. It was them to win outright as an underdog. I'm loving the Seahawks right now. Offensively, they are doing what they need to do, and their defense is not half bad. So I I, I like the way that Geno Smith looks. I think that they've got some really good chemistry offensively right now, which I cannot say the same for the Chargers. Um, And they're facing the Chargers. And I know that the Chargers, you know, obviously coming off of a pretty exciting win against the Broncos, whatever. Um, We won't get into that (laughs) game very much. Um, But, you know, the Chargers, to me, uh, yeah, they won, but they didn't really. That was a very ugly display of football in a lot of different ways. I mean, you could make a case for the fact that that muffed punt because he got ran into by his own teammate uh, no. potentially cost the Broncos the game. Now, I'm not saying that's the only reason the Broncos lost. Trust me, there were a lot of moments in that game that I would say you could consider cost worthy um, of blowing that game for the Broncos. But to me, that wasn't a an L to be excited or a win to be excited about for this Chargers team. They were facing the Broncos, who are really having a hard time right now. So, I'm, there's nothing really that the Chargers are doing right now that's impressive to me uh, at all. And I, I, I freaking love the Seahawks team, and they're getting six points. I gotta take it. So I'm back in the Seahawks in the spot plus six. I think they're well coached. I love what Geno Smith is doing offensively right now. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks plus six. Again, I told you my bets are foul, but that's where I'm going with this one. Fading or following? I kind of like it. I, it's a Woo! big number. And you're a Chargers I, I, I fan. That's I huge. know. This is, this is, but I know what the team does live. I, it's the same reason why I was on Broncos plus four with you. We were both on it. I don't think that this Chargers team is six points better than the Seahawks right now. I don't either. If you, if we were to sit here through six weeks and say that the Seahawks are three and three and very much in the NFC West conversation, we would be, there's no way. There's no way. Here's what I'm going to tell you though. This is going to make you sick. This is, this might make you throw up on, on, on our stream right now. (laughs) 88% of the bets and 96% of the money is rocking with the Seahawks. Oh, Gosh, I mean, look, the, it is it is a potential yeah. regression spot. It is. I mean, again, they won. You picked a great great dog at home, but I I don't I can't back the. Chargers I don't know what right to now. do with the Chargers offense. The Chargers yeah. offense is so frustrating. You have a top five talent. If you don't think he's top five, he's top ten, and, and they just they don't have speed at the wide receiver position when Keenan Allen's not out there. They don't. I don't think they even know what they're doing. Staley. No. Just drive me nuts. I, I'm with you. I think there's a coaching edge here. Absolutely. And if, if the Seattle defense can show up a little bit, because we've seen some offenses like Atlanta, we've seen a couple of offenses go all off on them. But totally. again, I, I'm with you. I don't know that this Chargers team is scary right now. I don't either. Yay. <laughs> we're agreeing. I love it. Why is my the Seahawks? Foul, so <laughs> I thought you were going to be like anti-live this episode. No, nah, well, I will just wait till your third pick. We'll see. We'll see if I'm, <laughs> if, I'm on, if I'm on that one. But tip off the NBA season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Plus, FanDuel is the only sports book that's giving all customers three months of NBA League Pass when they make a $5 bet on the NBA. Then you can watch all the action as you bet everything from the money line to point spreads to totals. Favorite bets on the upcoming NBA season? You could bet your favorite teams, 
You can go futures. You can go win totals. You can go preseason player prop futures, NBA MVP, defensive player of the year, sixth man, top point scorers, rebound leaders, and so many more options. So don't miss your chance to get $150 in free bets plus three months of NBA league pass with promo code Monaco. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. I'm going to, again, I'm going to go with another number here. Again, the, okay. the sports betting darling of the NFL, we've, we've so often heard here because they are the lone wolf at the top of the undefeated against the spread mountain. I got to take the Atlanta Falcons with the points against our boy, our colleague, Joey Burr. This is again, a number play. It's too big of a number for a team that is just, it's so refreshing to watch an egoless, just completely uh, I would say just in unison squad with almost little to no talent. No, I'm just kidding. The, <laughs> what they're doing though with, and, and London and Pitts are nice pieces, but Cordell Patterson hasn't played in a couple of weeks and they are still in the top three slot for rushing the football live at 165 on the ground. And again, we spoke about it with the saints kind of why I don't like the Bengals. They had to come back from down nine to New Orleans. And I spoke on this a couple weeks ago. It's a number that Cincinnati keeps going for or against, and it's fascinating what the record is for them. If they hit 24 points, they're 16 and four since Joey Burrow's been in the league. If they go 23 or less, they're 117 and one. And that's crazy to me because you look at the first six weeks and it's perfect. They get 27 points or more on wins, 17, 20, and 17 in the losses. The question is, from a points per game breakdown, th there's not enough in the pudding for me to swallow this point, these points at home. And again, Lattimore was out. They're not having enormous large plays like they did last week if Lattimore is in. And that, to me, with this Atlanta defense that is overachieving, I got to continue to ride the number. They're going to not cover at one point. But, I mean, did you see? We saw what they did to the Niners. I mean, 28-14. San Francisco scored in one quarter, Liv. They scored in one quarter against Atlanta. I got to take the points. You fading or following? I so want to follow because I have been waiting. You just said it, though. You, I have been waiting for the eventually they're not going to cover. That's been my mindset for the past three weeks, and they have continued to cover. They and just then I'm keep losing getting numbers. Right. So I – does it still kind of feel like they're being slept on in this spot a little bit? Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, are the Bengals six points better? I don't think so. That's where I'm like, I, I'm I'm gonna follow you here because I, I'm also wa I'm waiting for the Falcons to not cover and kind of hit a plateau, and I'm also waiting for the Bengals to skyrocket because I think that there's the potential for them to do that and to have a really big breakthrough moment. But I, I trust the Falcons a little bit more to hang in this game than I do for the Bengals to have a breakthrough moment. I really do. I mean, Joe Burrow has no protection right now. That is my biggest concern with this Bengals team. He cannot do his job laying laying down on the on the ground. He can't. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's interesting. I'm going to follow you here, Monica, because I have been fading this Falcons team waiting for the uh-oh moment of, oh, we're not as good as we thought we were. I've been waiting for it for weeks. And – I've been wrong. I've been wrong a lot. So 
I, I say you ride the wave until you can't anymore and it's still going. So I'll ride with you. I'll follow. San Diego lifestyle, baby. Let's go. <laughs> All right. My, my last one. Don't scream or anything. Okay? <laughs> Don't get sick on me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware of, of what I'm about to say sounding just oh, absolutely God. What are you about to say? and disgusting and, and wrong in a lot of different ways. I'm backing the Broncos minus one. Oh my gosh. Let me go to Subway and hawk a danger witch out the window right now, Liv. Okay, so let me defend myself. I Let's defend the commercial. Because if I have to see a fork and knife out again from a grown man cutting a foot long, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm off him. For life. I'm off him for life. I don't blame you, Monica. Listen, I am so frustrated. I'm so beyond frustrated. But to me, this is the moment where everyone starts to just be like, F the Broncos. <laughs> this team is beyond awful. Which, listen, I know that I watch the games with you guys. I understand. But let me tell you something. I actually have not fully lost faith in this team yet. I haven't. And I don't know what it is. But something in me is telling me, like, there could be there could be an aha moment. I think the drama or whatever that we all speculated with Melvin Gordon last week was actually good for this team. I really think so because Melvin's sitting there going, why am I not playing? The world is thinking Melvin's got this crazy bad attitude, which I thought it as well. And, and people are going, really, Gordon? Because you fumbled four times in the first four games of the season. So what's up? Why are you upset? And I think they almost needed to like – let it out. Get upset with each other. Yeah, Gordon, be pissed at Wilson. Wilson, be pissed at whoever you want. Whatever. I think they needed that. I think they were trying so hard. Even Wilson, trying so hard to keep this positive mindset in the public. No, it's okay for you to be mad. You should be mad. This is a disaster. So I think it was a really good thing for the Broncos to go through that and to have so many different things go wrong in that game as if it hasn't been that way all season. But to me, there could. I think there was a shift last weekend, and I think it was a good one. Um, by last weekend, I mean Monday. I know they're coming off of a short week. However, I am banking on this Broncos defense that is just insane. They are they. This Broncos defense to me is a Super Bowl type defense. I love what they're doing defensively um, to put some pressure on Wilson. Uh, Wilson did not play great against the Broncos last season. Again, the Broncos had a really great defense last season. I think that they are just as good, if not better, this year. Um, Eighty-three percent of the bets. And 76% of the money rocking with the Jets. I also like the altitude. Wow. Yes. I also like the altitude being a factor. People don't think that it matters. It absolutely does. Um, I got to back the Broncos here. I know it's disgusting. It is. I, I, I get it. I'm willing to go down with the ship if that's what happens. But the public is absolutely hammering this Jets team. And I'm going, I'm going with the defense. I'm going with the defense. I'm going with the altitude. I'm going with fading the public. So are you fading or following my awful Broncos? <laughs> I got to be honest. It was so motivating. I came in to this political election voting for the New York Jets. and I am leaving the ballot station, taking the Denver Broncos. Yes! I, oh, I, my I, I actually very much like the takeaway, the breakdown, the game plan, and then the cherry on top is everyone back in the Jets. And I just, we know certain teams have certain identities. Who else do we know to have the big daddy gif? That's the G-O-D-D-A-M-N-J-E-T-S team. Then this Jets team, they will let you down time and time again. Now everyone's on them. This is when they let you down. 
you you don't touch them when everyone's touching them. And you did make a great point because what they did, and they put up 24 in the second half on Green Bay, so that makes me a little nervous. But Green Bay's defense is not even close to what Denver's defense is. And so Denver did on Monday night what they're going to do again, and Wilson is not Herbert, and that's keep them in the game with their defense. I mean, you guys could win this game 10 to 7. I think the play's the under of 38, 38 and a half. I mean, I was hoping you were going to go there because I think the under's a good look. But yeah, what's what's Zach Wilson going to do when he's got Sertan locking down half the field and a front four that's going to be in his face all day? I, I got I to tell you. Oh my gosh. I was waiting for you to just roast me and put me on blast, honestly. I told I, you. I was, I was ready to. We're, I was I, ready I'm to. Feeling, I really am feeling like what happened Monday was a shift. It was a momentum shift for this Broncos team. Like, yes, they've had bad L's. They've had bad luck. They've had a bunch of bad things. It felt like a, it, it felt like necessary, necessary evil what happened on Monday. And I think we may be seeing some, some good momentum. Because they – let's be real. The Broncos on Monday in the first half actually looked good offensively. Like, oh, I know. And they're going, oh, my gosh, this is – they're about to do something here. So – we're getting there, Broncos country. We're getting there. I know I told everybody that we're we're not riding anymore. I'm riding. <laughs> okay? We are back on the Danger Russ train. Choo-choo. I'm just saying, though, Liv, this is like you recommending a restaurant for the whole group to go to. If the restaurant sucks, if the Jets win, you can't pick a restaurant again then. You got to be off. If the Jets lose, if the Jets beat the Broncos, we might have to take a couple weeks off. That's fine. I'm willing to do that. I'll take weeks off. Anaya will be filling in for me for the best game <laughs> producer if I am wrong on this spot. But I just I feel good about it, Monaco. I do. They're and not a, they're not a two so. and five team. They're not a they're two not, and five team. And that's what they would be if they lost. I'm with you. I like it. I like it a lot. We are six for six. Let's see if we can go at least four and two on the BGSE show. It. That does it for another episode. We are out of here. Make yes, sure to check out on. all our picks. Sports Equinox today. We've got Good every sport you could imagine all at once. This doesn't happen very often, but it's happening today. So maybe, just maybe, Monaco and I might flirt with a little parlay. Monaco loves parlays. I They scare me, but I am slowly becoming a fan because of my awesome co-host here, my partner in crime in the betting world. So, yeah, maybe Monaco and I will talk about a little Sports Equinox parlay. Make sure you're following us on Twitter IG, TikTok. I am Liv Moods on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all things. You are Moneyline Monaco on all things, I'm assuming, correct? Yeah, Alex Alex on Twitter, but it's all good. Perfect. So we'll be we'll be on socials. We'll we'll maybe crank out a parlay, but if not, we'll definitely have our Thursday night football bets out and we'll be sweating out the Sunday slate per usual. Can't wait. Let's go. Broncos country. The volume.